when we say we're busy, I want you to think about that we might not actually be busy. We might just be busy doing the wrong things or the things that don't actually make us feel purposeful at the end of the day. So that may be why we feel like we're kind of just coming up short. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. What's up, you guys, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Girl Who Can podcast. This is exciting and monumental for me, really, because this is something that has been in my heart for probably over a year, and I probably could have started it over a year ago, Um, but I'm so excited you decided to show up, and this is probably your first time listening if you are along this journey with me and you are listening to this on the launch date. So excited that you're here. But if you're somebody who has been listening to a couple of episodes and wanted to come back to the first ever episode, welcome to this exciting episode because this is the first ever one and I'm glad you're here again. But like I said, this has been something that has been on my heart for a long time and really just allowing this podcast to be a space for you. Whoever you are listening, wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, because I have been in your shoes when it feels like we're just so busy or we feel like we need to be busy and hustle and grind and do all the things that we can, which is so good, but it can lead us to a place of feeling not enough or burnt out. And we feel like we have to continue adding all these things on our plate, which really just makes us feel really low at the end of the day. And so whatever that looks like for you, know that in a sense, I have felt that and I continue to struggle with that. And I want you to know that you can be the girl who can do all the things that feel purposeful for you. And that's what this podcast is about, right? It's called The Girl Who Can. But I feel like sometimes we feel so busy or we say, you know, that excuse of, oh, I'm too busy to do X. I'm so busy to do, go to the gym, hang out with some friends or go on a walk. Those things that we feel like might actually make us feel better or or fill up our cup. But when we say we're busy, I want you to think about that we might not actually be busy. We might just be busy doing the wrong things or the things that don't actually make us feel purposeful at the end of the day. So that may be why we feel like we're kind of just coming up 
short, right? And I mean, this is something that I struggle with all the time. And busy can really look good on paper. I have filled my plate with so many things where I feel like I didn't have time to breathe. And the thing is with this is that I was actually getting praised because they were all the good things. I mean, has anybody else ever felt that way where we feel like we're so busy doing all the things that are great from taking care of a family or going to school, going to work, maybe multiple jobs, trying to go to the gym, hang out with your friends, volunteering, spend time or even call a family member or maybe you're in a relationship and trying to uh, invest in that and make it the greatest it can be. But deep, deep down, you actually wish someone was telling you to slow down because there was so much life you're missing or just wanting to experience and stay present in the current life you're living. I remember I was an instructor at a cycle studio and I had actually taught a class. I'm a I'm an early bird, so I'm somebody who likes to get my workouts done in the morning. And so I was teaching the 5 or 6 a.m. class and I actually had a family member um, during this time when I was teaching those classes that was sick. And it was something that I actually shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have taught those classes, but I am such a people pleaser and don't want to let people down. And I wasn't able to spend as much time in the mornings with this family member that was sick. And I remember someone had actually praised me for that, praising me for my my commitment to continue to teach these workout classes while my family member was sick. And in my head, when this person had said this, I was like, wait, it kind of clicked for me where I didn't want to be praised for that. I was hoping deep down that someone was actually going to tell me to slow down and recheck my priorities. Both of those things are really good on paper. Hey, let's spend time with family or hey, let's um, stay committed to a job in a sense. But in reality, in hindsight, yeah, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. And I don't want you guys to ever feel that way of that sense of, hey, I should be doing something or what if type of situation. And I even had a conversation with uh, my hairdresser the other day. And she was telling me that her five-year plan was to open her salon. She was currently renting a space. And her five-year plan was to open the salon. And it looks so good on paper. She was able to do it. She had the clientele. She had the financial means to do this. But deep down in her gut, it just didn't feel right. And I think we've all had a little bit of that experience before where we're doing something, but it just doesn't feel right. Or something about it just doesn't make us feel content. And... And I think there's actually a little bit of an association when it comes to listening to your gut and it being a little bit fear because fear is a good thing in some cases where when you feel fear, you're actually expanding. You're wanting to grow. Your comfort zone is trying to just grow a little bit more. And so sometimes listen to that. I mean, especially as females, you know, we have an intuition. Listen to it. I've neglected mine for so long before and Honestly, with like I said, with this podcast, fear gets in the way, but that was a sense of my comfort zone trying to just push and grow a little bit more. And sometimes we got to pop that bubble and let ourselves grow. And sacrifice happens sometimes from listening to your gut. And it's not always the most logical approach to things, but if it what makes you happy, listen to it. And it's 
a lot easier said than done. So I totally get that. But it's time for you to show up and contribute to yourself in an intentional way. And if that means going on a walk, joining a dance class, calling a friend you haven't spoken to in a while, calling a family member, sitting in silence, journaling, whatever that might be. And it doesn't always mean saying yes to everything that sounds good either. I mean, it's also remembering that no is a complete sentence and taking some time to reflect on what an intentional yes looks like for you is an important and I want to help you figure out what that intentional yes looks like for you. So I came up with four things to reflect on that will hopefully help you do this. And number one is getting back to boredom. And it sounds counterintuitive, I know, to call boredom into the situation when we're talking about intentional productivity. But being comfortable with boredom is important. And that's because boredom or frustration is what causes us to seek out distractions. And when we get bored, you're actually able to see what your own distractions are. And once you get there, you can proactively replace them for productive things. So for example, um, let's say you try this out, get comfortable with being bored, set 20 minutes in your day to literally do nothing. And if you feel the urge to turn on some TV and numb out on some Netflix, Try and do the opposite. Sit in silence, maybe begin to journal how you're frustrated because silence is so, so loud. And oh my goodness, this has been so hard for me. I remember when I was trying to practice this, it felt wrong. A hundred percent. I feel like I'm getting less done and I am somebody who is like a shark. I think that statistic is like if a shark stops swimming, they die. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, that's me. A hundred percent. And so, but sometimes Two, when I feel like I need to do things that don't actually serve me, I see that some distractions start to creep in too. So maybe throughout your day too, instead of if you don't want to start with the boredom and be in silence, take a look at what you are using for a distraction as you go throughout your day doing your to-do list. And sometimes it's something like social media. You grab your phone and you're like, okay, I'm going to check it for like five minutes. But then the five minutes turns into 15, 15 turns into 20, 30, 40 minutes. And then you feel like, dang, I don't have time to do what I wanted to do. And then the to-do list doesn't get done. And then we feel bad about ourselves at the end of the day. So it's kind of uh, a full circle when we think about this. So really practicing getting back to boredom and seeing where your distractions might come from and get more comfortable doing nothing. And from there, you can fill it with productive things that will fill that space. Okay, next, how to create a more intentional yes is eliminating decision fatigue. And this can be applied to so many different aspects of your life. So for example, I mean, a lot of us work a day job. And when you come home from work, you might feel exhausted. You want to numb out. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to do anything that's on your to-do list. Maybe you have a side hustle and it's sometimes a little bit hard to work on those things, but eliminate decision fatigue throughout your day. And that starts with the morning. So for example, you can set out your gym clothes in the morning if you're somebody who works out in the morning the night before, or you can set out your outfit that you're going to wear for the next day, the night before. Eliminate fatigue, decision fatigue, starting in the morning. Same thing goes for your meals. If that means meal prepping for you, if that means setting out even just your snacks for the next day, 
or even if it's just one meal. You don't have to do a full-on meal prep, but I'm such a big believer on just celebrating the small wins. So set out your breakfast for the next day. Make some overnight oats or just even intentionally in your mind, text it to yourself. I do this all the time. I don't know if anybody else does this, but I text myself just reminders so that I can get like the thought out of my mind. I mean, a little bit better than that is going to be putting like pen to paper, but sometimes I don't have time for that. So it's just, I'm going to text myself and I'll text myself um, the workout that I'm going to do the next morning. So then I am eliminating that decision fatigue when I get to the gym and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I've already thought about it. And this could be when I feel like I have a little bit more time when I'm laying, laying down in bed. And that's when I use that time to text myself or I'll text myself a recipe, or I'll text myself the breakfast that I'm going to have the next morning. So then I'm already intentionally planning it and making it easier on my day-to-day life the next day. You're pre-committing and you're showing up in an intentional way that you have already set your mind on. And then with that, you're able to create space for those more intentional yeses because you're eliminating that decision fatigue that might creep in throughout the day. And so number three is thinking about what you can do in your day that serves you. So plan your day around these things. I know when we think about a to-do list and being productive, it might be doing laundry or getting this project done or submitting this email or contacting a coworker or discussing, discussing this project at work. And that those are all important things, not discrediting those things. But what are some things you can schedule in your day that serve you? Is it a walk? Is it a bath? Is it going to the gym? Is it calling a friend? Is it journaling? Plan your day around those things. And with that, because you are pouring into your cup, you're able to show up for all those other things that need to get done throughout the day in a more productive way because your mindset might be in a better place. You know that you were able to show up for yourself when you put your head down to sleep at the end of the night. You didn't just show up for everybody else around you. You put yourself first throughout the day. And know that with that, things are not going to be perfect. You might not get to that walk. You might not take that bath. And that is okay too. I was listening to a podcast I don't remember what podcast, but there was this neuroscience and psychology professor, Dr. Amisha Jha, and she said this acronym, when things don't go your way or you feel like you're in a frustrating situation, and the acronym was STOP. And quite literally, STOP, but what that means is S, stop, T, take a breath, O, observe, and P, proceed. And so I'll say that again, when you, let's say your walk, you didn't get to do it. Instead of feeling guilty, just stop. Quite literally, stop, S, T, take a breath, O, observe, P, proceed. And so you're able to stay a little bit more grounded and then just proceed and know that, hey, you can get it done tomorrow. And that kind of leads me into number four, my number four tip for you today. And that is instead of making a to-do list, make a got done list at the end of the day. So this feeds into having little celebrations because we can make a to-do list and we can be very ambitious individuals if you're anything like me. And I'm like, yeah, 
I'm going to get up at five and I'm going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G and all the things in the book. That sounds great. And it might sound good on paper, but things come up as we all know. And so if you're somebody, and I don't want you to feel disappointed at the end of the day, because sometimes this is what can happen. If you make a to-do list, you only got one out of three things on there, you feel like a failure, and then we don't continue to try and reach that habit, whatever it might be. And so instead of making a to-do list, make a got done list. And so that means at the end of the day, you're focusing on all the things you did, and ultimately you will feel accomplished, even if it's one thing that you were wanting to do. I've been trying to read 10 pages a day of a book and I'm somebody who never, ever read. Like last year, I read zero books and that's so embarrassing to say because I'm really trying to be a reader, but I just, for the life of me, can't. And so I sometimes instead of reading 10 pages, I can't read 10 pages, so I'll read two. And I know at the end of the day, I was able to be in a book and read. That was my got done list. Instead of striving for my perfect to-do list, I was able to reach that goal and read a couple of pages and that's totally fine. And ultimately, when you start to feel successful at the little things that are realistic for you, you will start to see your list grow because feeling good about being productive, you want to feel more of that. And so, you will start to see your get done list actually grow because then you're starting to focus on, hey, I was able to do all of these things where versus sometimes we feel like we we don't even focus on that. The negative, unfortunately, tends to stick out in our mind more than the positive. And so your get done list allows you to focus on the positive that's going on. And so Hopefully those four tips helped you. I will repeat them and recap them for you. So number one is getting back to boredom and calling boredom back into your day and knowing that being comfortable with boredom is important because of the boredom or frustration can cause us to seek out the distractions and then you are able to identify the distractions. Number two, eliminate decision fatigue. So whether it's planning your clothes um, or planning your meals, just try and help yourself out on the day-to-day activities. Number three, think about what you can do in your day that actually serves you and plan your day around those things. Number four is instead of making a to-do list, make a got done list at the end of the day. And that allows you to focus on the little wins and make you feel good, make you feel like you are the girl who can, whether you are the girl who can accomplish one thing on her list right now, or you are the girl who can accomplish 10. There is no one better than the other. Everybody is in different places and that is totally okay. And so hopefully this was able to help you guys today. And I look forward to serving you guys weekly and hearing back from you guys. So you guys can DM me at the girl who can podcast or at Arisa Lujano. That's me, either Instagram, I will be checking and I would love to hear back from you guys. But until then, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day, good rest of your week, and we will see you soon. Bye.